Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I think that's the first time we've had, like, a normal... Just kind of, like, yeah. No giggling Last going week on. you were, like, blue shirts, and the week before... <laughs> blue shirts. I was all like, ha John, John was trying to mess with me, I think, the week before that, or not too long ago, so I kind of had to take it a different way. You were talking about somebody, yeah. some, something horrendously inappropriate, but I don't remember what it was. And then I said... <laughs> like, and, when are we not, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, Record! <laughs> Let's and do it's this. like, now you have to completely forget about this thing we've been talking about that we shouldn't be saying. Uh, uh, I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Yeah. And John. <laughs> I, I, I got that. <laughs> you completely silenced me. Yeah, it's all good. Right? Rumor is, you took a trip to Mecca this weekend. I don't call it Mecca, Chris. It I'm will not, always be I'm Mecca. not lame like you. You don't even know where to get your hoodie. You don't know. You have to call no. me when I'm drunk. No. And then when it, I don't pick up, then I you got to call Let, another are friend. you going to put a Richard down your throat right now and listen to me. They're, they they rebuilt, <laughs> they rebuilt a new store. And when I went, I went with friends who had us in the Uber. I got turned around because I might have been drinking a little bit during that trip too. Now, Mecca means... He's referring to Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Right, Danny. But you can't go anymore. Why? Because you freaking almost killed Tua. I didn't. He he had no problems all year. You go to no, one no, game. See, that that shows how much of a fan you're not. His knee's been bothering him. Yeah, but you actually <laughs> took him out. He he tweaked it or did something when he was celebrating, yeah. I think. No, it was... um. He got, he got hit. He got hit hard. <laughs> he got hit real hard. I think he, I don't think it was a sack, but it was like one of those as soon as That's he let so go. so funny. It wasn't a sack, see, because yeah. sack. It was like a, a throw and hit. <laughs> now, on the other hand, he also got hit earlier in the game. By when a he had sack? The fumble when he had too, the fumble, yeah. And when you, if you watch that replay, his knee did look a little funky on yeah. that one. So, But everybody in the stadium saw that his slide, he was, fir- he was first down. Yeah. It was first down when he slid, and then it wasn't first down. But it was a good time. It was the first time I took uh my Tinley girl to a game. She was super excited. She had fun. She did. She was a, a champ. Um, she Bama like daddy. She is Bama. Uh, she'd been a couple of years ago. I went to a game or whatever and she wanted to go and I said, baby, you're just a little bit too young. I, I see little kids and they got ear things in and it's just, yeah, it's yeah. a crazy thing. How old is she now? She's like seven, right? Yeah. She's seven and it was perfect. That's perfect age. Yeah. Yeah. She loved it. Everybody, uh, we were in line at a store. Uh, getting some souvenirs, and and the lady in front of us overheard me say something about it being first game or whatever. She and then she turns around, she bought Tinley a pin, nice, like a little, yeah. And then the people that sat by us, like they were real cool, high five, the, her making her stuff, like you know during the game. Where were we all sitting at? The ones I was in, yeah. Okay, good yeah, seats. Those are good seats. I like those seats. I wonder if the same two people were there. You know how we're five and six. Mm-hmm. Um, so seven's an old, an older guy that listens to the game the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Good and then, guy. and then four was another guy. I think four for us was not um, the guy. No. Cause I think he was there with his wife and yeah, they were, well, they were, they they were, were nice people. Yeah. They, these, they, they were two guys and one of them probably was the same guy you would have seen. I just don't know which one, obviously, but they were cool. Everybody yeah. around us was cool. I couldn't tell for certain, but, um, did did the kids behave themselves during Dixieland? Delight? No, no, they did go well, for the, the. Well, they went they went as far as they could. The stadium did really good on. I know they changed like they put up signs or something so that like uh, John, if you don't know, 
back in the day till they outlawed it. Uh, it's tradition at Brian Denny in the fourth quarter, they played Dixie land delight by Alabama. There are kind of, there's a call and response that goes on between the crowd and, uh, the actual lyrics, you know, like you sing one line of the chorus, right. And then the students say something originally it was, it was a lot. Of it stuff. was beat Auburn is the line that they say in the middle of it. <laughs> that first word might've changed to a, Different for to an F bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine what that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it then they added teams to it, and it was Borg, LSU two, and all, yeah, all kind of stuff. Yeah. So it got pretty raunchy. To I'm the fine point. with LSU. You can say LSU as um, LSU. It's cool. Tennessee Ooh, sorry, and LSU too. Um, so it was a couple of. Um, it got it got pretty raunchy. They they just added a lot of stuff, and then eventually the school was like, "We're not going to play anymore." So it, we didn't know it, and I had I didn't realize they hadn't played it since 2015. Started the fourth quarter, TV timeout. That song comes on, place lights up. Yep. The regular people were just singing the song. The student section, they were that was the most alive they had been since kickoff. It was great. So they were very happy for that to come back. It's like they. It's like how do we keep these kids there for the whole entire Missouri homecoming game? I know we'll bring back this tradition. Here's the thing about homecoming, right? <laughs> they are getting like. They're partying as you walk up to the game. There's like the, the, the sorority and sorority, sorority, the sorority and fraternity houses have literally, they have live bands and musicians playing, right? Yeah. It's not just like some put together. They're like full out stages and concerts, like on these little houses you walk. So you know they're they're probably kegging up all day, liquoring. It was a seven o'clock <laughs> kickoff. It, they were. They were poised and ready to it continue that party. Yeah, so, <laughs> but it was fun, man. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, it hadn't been, I haven't been in a few years because of DJing and everything. It's so. just like going to Brian Denny. As much as I love it, it are you saying Brian Dennehy or Brian Denny? Bryant, Bryant Denny, Bryant, Bryant Dash Denny Stadium. Oh, Bear Bryant. Yeah. And then Denny okay. is Denny Hamlin. No, don't ever <laughs> leave. Just go get in your car and crash into. Something. Why did I think that? That's a race car driver in it. Yeah. Brian yeah. Denny. Denny. It's like a thirties coach, isn't it? I can't remember. Cause it was original. Uh, it's like originally Denny. Hey, let's do this. Stadium. Right? You keep wanting to throw that. No, no. He in there. You, you sound like you're saying Denny. Like Denny. The Denny, actor. Denny. Brian There's Denny. also a Denny chimes, but what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have to, we have to do this. Yeah. Let's just keep saying wrong stuff. Okay. Because we have listeners who love that. Did you know that AJ McCarron won a Heisman? <laughs> <laughs> and did you know, John, that Cornelius Bennett. Do you know Cornelius Bennett? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I can't go with that reference, then. <laughs> um, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Alexander is named after Alexander Hamilton. That's a good one. Yeah. And Fun then the, the play, Hamilton, <laughs> is, was is, born <laughs> due to the success of Sean Alexander in, in the NFL for the Redskins. Yes. Because that's when he was the most dominant. Penny barking in the room. John's looking at us like, what are you talking about? By the way. Uh, this I'm, used to be a football podcast. Yeah, no. I'm sorry about your uh, your dogs. It was a weird weekend for the other SEC teams, right? It was a weird that's weekend That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing there were some surprises, but I guess I guess Georgia's not as good as we thought, and LSU is a lot better than we thought. I want say in my pick, I might call that upset. I don't know if I did. I, my, I'm not doing good in my pick em this year. I'm, if there's if there's 30 people, John, I might be 27th. And I guess that's okay. It just seemed like the right kind of 
Did it feel right? Because it's at LSU. They're a way defensive, slow-based team. I was like, you know what? They're good not turning the ball over. They're going to be really conservative against a team like Georgia. If Georgia, you know, from just hasn't looked that great this year. So I was like, if you're telling me this is probably his biggest road test of of his time since going to Notre Dame last year, right? He almost lost that one. He ain't looked good this year. He ain't got no Chubb. He ain't got no Sonny Michelle. Uh, the Chubb would not be, you know, Richard Talk John. <laughs> or in reference to Old Chubb made by uh, Oxcalusa. What, what are their name? Or, I don't know. Some brewery that's fine. in Nashville. It's probably fine. Hey, but John, at least Auburn Just lost like, too. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> oh boy, in Tennessee, but we can't be nice to Tennessee because no. it's hate week. Uh, yeah, I, I hate them. I don't. I don't. They garbage. <laughs> and you know that one. It's just. <laughs> but the other thing I did this weekend, and the funny thing, I didn't even watch Auburn. Right, I walked. I walked out as like kickoff was happening because I was just presuming. Well, this is going to be domination because Tennessee's just kind of sucked. Because Tennessee's Tennessee. And I went and watched. But they've gotten better, Chris, for real. I went and I watched uh, First Man, right? I get out. Jeff's like, hey, because there was an Oktoberfest celebration getting them. I, yeah, I you're hop in, in my car on Instagram. Yeah, I hop in my car. I drive down to uh, CBC where it's going on. And I walk in. The first thing I look up at the bar, and it says 30 to whatever it was. It was like ridiculous score, right? And I was just like, whoa. Apparently the world changed. While I was at the movies, yeah, because if you would if you would have seen just the opening kick by you know just by passing yeah. through, um, Auburn came out and they looked like they were going to do what Auburn does against teams when they're clicking right on that offensive side yeah. of the ball, and then it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. they suck. Who are they playing? Tennessee. Oh. Yeah, who hasn't won a SEC game in like since twenty fifteen? Yeah, that's a long time. That's a that's a weird stat. And it's a long time. So. I did not see Good any for movies. for you, Jeremy Pruitt. Um, yeah. 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 I missed the soccer. Mm-hmm. They've got some international stuff going on that I don't really... You watch any movies this weekend? No, I didn't watch any movies, didn't watch any soccer. I did get... I went to a football game, which is weird. Cause yeah, normally, that's true. That, I mean, that takes your whole day. That's the other reason, like, when people are like, why don't you go to Brian Denny so much? And I'm like, it's a three-hour drive both ways. And especially in your case, where it's like a seven o'clock game, what time did you get there? Probably like 12 or 3 at... Well, about almost three thirty ish. Yeah, so you're saying like that's your whole day there. Yeah, you, you're, you you're getting ready. Night, right? Yeah, you're getting ready to go the whole day. Yeah, it's on your mind. Then you drive. I took a seven year old, so that means there's going to be more pit stops, more this, yeah. more that. But I anticipated it, and it was wor- it was well worth it. I got some good pictures. It's on, some good times. Like for instance, if we were in the distance of Auburn, it would be different, right? Oh yeah, yeah we got like we've got friends minutes. who love Auburn, and no, not even. Yeah, I mean, like, but even Stage with traffic, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, with traffic, adds worse. Oh yeah, yeah it's like 45 saying. minutes yeah. from here. But, <clears throat> but thank God we're not Auburn fans. But yeah, I did see, uh, <laughs> did see First Man. How I, was it? I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and I was wondering about something, and then I saw Polygon actually wrote about it, the science behind the shot, and I have to say, okay, that makes sense now because it's, it's got one of the best shots, like. And I was wondering, I'm like, is this just because it's on IMAX that's so good? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, he actually used really cool technique to make it work. Like, he shot the movie primarily in one way. So it's, like, very flat because it's up close. It's about the intensity. Like, 
it's very hard to discern when something is going wrong versus See, John what discern is, is versus uh <laughs> what is normal when you're on a rocket right because there's just so much chaos consistently going on when you have that much fuel burning behind you right so it's a lot of close-ups and things like that until they finally get to the moon at the end and don't spoilers don't spoilers when the lem door opens and it pans out it switches from that to the full perspective of IMAX and the scope of that, the way it's shot is meant to encompass a large amount of space. It's kind of like what they do with a lot of action movies and that shot and just like the freaking it makes silence you feel like of space. You're yeah. just like, Whoa, you just, it, it that delivers cool. the, the sensation. Just, if, if what, what you just, is like. if what you described is actually what I'm picturing in my head. Yeah. yeah if you could see it in IMAX, uh, and you're interested in that, it's, it's a very interesting movie. Very, How would uh, you not be interested in it? Yeah, it's very. Um, there was a lot more grief in it than I thought there was going to be. Like I was like, I did not realize some of the stuff that went on in Neil's life. But a uh, great movie, I loved it. Yes, there's plenty of patriotism for those who what overreact well, to things. So well, we were first. You will see plenty of American <laughs> flags. I assure you. They're, was it a Michael on, Bay movie? They're on the moon. <laughs> they're on the limb. They're on the parades. They're everywhere. So. There's parades in the movie, John. He's told us. There's a scene where they're very upset that the communists are beating them. You know, there's plenty of of reference to American exceptionalism in that movie. America. Speaking of America. Yeah. Do we do this now, John? I was about to say, I mean, I'll tell you what the astronauts did not have on on the moon. I was talking about. What? Oh, you were too. I was too. Jeez. You were doing the thing. I was doing the thing. You did a... Oh. What what didn't they have on the moon, John? Well, they didn't have what they like to call today a big fat ooey gooey. (laughs) So it puts the gooey in your puts the gooey in your ooey. (laughs) So prior to you know this little beautiful podcast, we come together. There's a store right around the corner that John and I, and sometimes Chris. uh, we we stop by and pick up drinks to moisten our throat boxes, <laughs> so your ears hear this beautifulness. And uh, Chris introduced me a while back and told me that you know they're good. You should try it. Well, because we lost our like hardcore thing, right? Yeah, they, I don't know what happened to the lemon cookies, but they oh, apparently man. died and we'll never get them back. So there's this thing called an ooey gooey, and I think is this a local thing? Is it a where does it come from? You think? I think it's a St. Louis one. I think they're made in St. Louis, and it's from Prairie City Bakery. Anyway, um, the original is the ooey gooey, and it just says butter cake, and it's kind of like a blondie. Yeah, or a butter cake, butter cake blondie kind of thing. John's never had one, so today we said, John said, you know what? Let's bring this to the show. The, sm- the smells are are doing well. Well, here, here's the deal, John. And I, I told John that's the best one. The well, butter cake one's the best. Chocolate one. chips legit too. Yeah. So I tell John, I say, well, look, how about you get the chocolate chip and I'll buy the butter because I know it's good, and, and you can try both that way on your opening day of ooey gooeyness. Opening day was this baseball. You get to try both. So, <laughs> John, we got to take pre um, pictures for the uh, you know for the show mm. and stuff. <laughs> While you're doing that, uh, yeah. while I was at Oktoberfest, there's this guy, Paul, and he's kind of like Sean. He's a level, level seven susceptible. And there was a German marketer there, like, or, you know, like kind of 
they were selling food, German food, but they also had like German goods, like, you know, the hats and the mugs and all that. He goes out and he comes, he shows up and he's not really wearing anything except like usual t-shirt and shorts. It's Paul, right? Like he goes out to there one time, he comes back and all of a sudden he's got a boot. <laughs> he goes, out, he goes, yeah. he goes out again and all of a sudden he comes back with the pink uh, Fez, because I think he likes to show a lot of support for uh, Breast Awareness Month and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then 20 minutes later, he goes out again and comes back, and all, now he's got a shirt on that's got like the design of the later hose and you know the the. So he's going full yeah, out German. You know, it's like in the in the course of like maybe an hour, he spent probably he like a hundred dollars on this German goods. And that's I was awesome. like, he's like that boot. I, hey, what's a boot? It was a glass a boot, boot cup. Seen? You drink you beer. Never seen of. the boot? Have you have you never watched Beer Fest? Hmm. Oh man, gotta be careful when you know the bubble comes, otherwise you'll get hit. It's like it's a German thing that, that instead of like pints, you have like pint glasses that are shaped like big boots, and you drink out of the boot. What's uh-huh. that about? I don't know where the tradition comes from and all that. It's usually associated with Oktoberfest. Hmm. Uh, the guy who runs CBC had the biggest boot I've ever seen. Like that thing. I was like, how much beer is that holding right now? He said about two liters. I was like, so that's, that's a, a day lot. right there. That's <laughs> you, you chug that thing. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I think we're ready. Yeah. So John, which one are you going to try first? Well, shoot. You want to go OG first? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what I'll do is I'll grab and then you, well, here's well, sorry, going. breaking apart. Do it. Don't matter. You, you grab, just grab, grab a half of it, or yeah. what? There you go. Grab that. Mm. Okay. There it is. There it is. So I'm gonna put this in my mouth hole. Yeah, I'm gonna eat some with you. <laughs> John doesn't like it. Watch. Well, wait till the wait. <laughs> He's thrown off by the crunchy top. No, 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 no. I can see it. He's he's like, yeah, daddy's home. That's what that face is. I know that face. It's sweeter than you think. It's what it's the face he made that one time when I had peanut butter put wait, what? <laughs> and Penny. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what you thought Ooey Glue was gonna be, John. John's not speaking. <laughs> John's good. Now we need to try the chocolate chip. So we're ready to go to the topic. Because <laughs> John's gonna check. <laughs> That's good stuff, John. Now, before you speak a word, clean that palate. <laughs> He's cleaning the palate. And we're going to go in on the chocolate chip that you purchased. <laughs> same, same. Whoa. Same deal. I'll grab just there and you grab the rest because this is mainly yours. Yeah, that works. Totally, totally <laughs> different experience. I want to thank you, Tony, so much for that one. Ah. Look at that, John. (laughs) (laughs) What you think, John? Ooey gooey time on the show. John loves food. Fat bastard. I I don't think I don't think he knew. We tried to tell him. You tried to tell me about the ooey gooey. Look, 
John is, uh, if you don't show him the way, John's not going to get out of his element, right? Like, he's just, he's fine with doing, he's like, hey, I know this thing, and I'm doing it. But the moment you show him something, he's open to it, to trying, and the moment he does try, he is, uh, he's, uh, he's ready to go. There's this, <clears throat> there's this, we, we took you to Indian, and you were the same way. There's this amalgamation of a, a crumbly crust. Yeah, I can see it right there on my table. And a soft... <laughs> Gooiness? Delicate... Gooiness? It's crazy. Have you guys never had, like, butter cake before? <laughs> you guys go ahead. If I have, I don't, I don't know. Uh-huh. I just know that ooey gooey. What you do is melt some butter. I think my life <laughs> you has get some changed. More <laughs> I see things differently now. <laughs> so with that topic, no, I I want to know if you guys know what ooey gooey's are, huh? Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Write it in, John. How many Richards do you give an ooey gooey? All of it. <laughs> all of it. The whole Jeez. Richard. <laughs> it's all in there. It's uh, that's good. I think you're right, though. The original is is top notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the chocolate chip is really great, but the original is just. I want to try them all. The only one, the key lime pie. The only I one want that I've inside had, me as well. I haven't had I haven't had the key key lime. Yeah. The caramel is good. The sea salt's good. Ooh, um, salt. The only one I didn't enjoy was the lemon one, surprisingly, mm-hmm. because it's it doesn't have the gooiness. It's more like a shortbread. Or I don't know if it was just like an older one I got. That, <laughs> was, that was my instant. You got you a stale ooey yeah. gooey. These, these, believe it or not, John, these, no, these aren't the freshest I've had. Yeah? Believe it or not. Jeez. It's good stuff, though, huh? Well, and, um, the, and the thing, you sat in that store, and you said, I don't know if I really want that. Yeah, but that's on that aisle, right? Like where you're just <laughs> it's, like, on, it's on the suspect aisle. Yeah, it's like, look, there could be wonders and. Uh, a diamond in the rough, as they as yeah, the lamb yeah. would say, but then there could also be. Oh, where did I get that one? Yeah. Uh, so you're in this one gas station. I see that you're the one. Yeah. One person you convinced to pick up on this line of terribleness. Huh? But you, the reason you know these are good, man, because they always they're restocking. Yeah. Man, good stuff. Well, um, yeah, that was that was sexy. <laughs> Some would say our topic this week is sexy. I don't know if it is, but. I, I I got you. Yeah, I think it's sexy. Okay, we can go to war. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh yeah. Black <laughs> All right, let's uh. Damn it! Are you just gonna leave that? What blackout? <laughs> yeah. Blackout's the name of the yeah the mode. Are oh, you? Can oh, ha- you can have it. You sure. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a new. Okay, thing. fine. No. Cool. This is because you took the icing off my cake. Yeah, this is payback. Oh yeah, I remember that. You told me to. I did not. No, not the way you did it. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> All right. Mm. Uh, let's go to the topic. Right. Topic time. 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 The topic is yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty. Black Ops 4. Blops 4. Blops. Blops. Blips. We're, we're lazy Americans. We use acronyms. For Blops. Blops. You guys got the latest Blops. I want to go play zombies. 
I don't, I don't know what's I, going on. I don't either. He just yeah. went Quick, there. Just he, recover with Gandalf. No. Just recover with <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> Not. I had a Gandalf thing. I um, yeah. I said that, or I, I called John on earlier this week. Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I said, what? John, do you know what I do when I go to the top of the mountain and there's a guy at the ledge and I'm about to Spartan kick him off? He said, no, what? And I said, I go, fly, you fools. <laughs> he did. Fly, <laughs> you fools. He did tell me that last week he simultaneously kicked four people off a cliff. That's I did. That's impossible. That that sounds you know, amazing. You know what he should have done? To, so I would believe it, at least, is you can hit record that whatever just happened and we could watch it. I don't ever think to. How can you record something that's already been? It's constantly recording. For yeah, you. it will automatically on your Xbox if you tell it. You could tell it to like record the last two minutes. I think I'm dumb. Yeah. Well, he just said the same thing I did, but I just never think a little bit more wordy. Well, the funny I the... thing I know we're talking about Black Ops, but the funny thing about Assassin's Creed that I've really enjoyed <laughs> is they, they follow up. They put photos. They users and players put photos interspersed throughout the world, yeah. and nine times out of ten. It's a Richard pick. It is. Of a statue, of a Greek statue. I think I sent, full... I sent a picture to Jeff uh, last week. I was like, hey, look what I'm doing. <laughs> Climbing straight up by Richard. And he was like, can you hop on it? I was like, no, won't let you hang from it. <laughs> Such disappointment. We are children. Yeah, yeah. We totally are. Um, we are children. The other thing I did this week, I uh, told him I had, uh, they're these like ancient, like super beasts you could fight like like there's a wolf there's a bear so i'm finding the wolf right so he's a really big freaking wolf but at the same time periodically he'll summon like three regular wolves that you have to deal with right yeah so that by itself isn't a bad thing well i'm fighting him and i get him up towards the side of the mountain and he goes to do that animation he kind of glitches into the wall while he does it so he summons it he does it like five times consecutively very shortly and all of a sudden i look back and there's 20 wolves like running at me <laughs> oh my god i don't know how somehow i i well, luckily the, the i had computer the computer understands the the triggering or whatever yeah know. yeah it did what it was supposed to but Tech uh, talk. somehow i don't know how but hold up the Chris. wolf was already pretty close to defeat so i took care of him first yeah and then proceeded for about five minutes to run around Kick the wolves. circles as yeah as i tried to defeat <clears throat> these wolves I think we need to implement Tech Talk with John. <laughs> what did I say? I think it needs to be it, a thing. It triggers the... Uh, the computer knows. The computer... So it triggers the thing. Triggers uh-huh. the thing. The triggers. Hey, you know what's got triggers? Call of Duty's got triggers. Hey. Call of Duty. This, I'm excited to hear about. Because we all know that this is going to be the best-selling game of 2018. It could be. Could be. It's definitely in the... I mean, it's always in the running. If not always the perennial, uh, perennial favorite. Anybody who's looking at our podcast this week and sees the title, they know what Call of Duty is. They just want to know, is it, is it at least up to par for what you expect when you play a Call of Duty game? Yeah. I think that's like the weird part for me is that I definitely feel like I'm falling out of like caring about that series and it's nothing that it's bad or anything like that. Right. You, you can, it's you just, can just that, change. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it comes out every year. It's nowhere near as evolutionary as it was, like, say, back when Infinite War came out. Like, that really felt like, whoa, yeah, yeah, never yeah. played anything like that, right? right yeah. And now it's like, no, 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 now it's about they know they have this really devout 
following every year. The, what kind of following? The vote. <laughs> It's when you vote, but you Bell Biv devote. Yeah, Bell Biv. That is going to be a campaign slogan of mine one day. Um, but it's like, obviously, it's it's giving. You know, it's kind of like men, right? It, it's about appeasing a base that you know is there. It's like screw the guy who's when you're number one. It's like screw the guy who wants something different out there it's if everyone else who buys this every year is happy and keeps giving us money why should you hey i remember my first time standing up (laughs) um but yeah it's um i so i say this with a little bit of hesitation to say like is this for me but maybe for someone else it's i don't think it's for me i don't think it did anything why'd you buy it for the show! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Plus, I was interested to see the blackout man. I mean, and, and I do like zombies. Zombies is like the funnest thing to me that they've ever done in that series. We, I should play it more. For for those of you who aren't in the know, this is a Call of Duty that does not have the classic single player campaign that the big change. A lot of people maybe like to at least have included. Right? It's it, a big deal. It's weird too when you think about it too because. Yeah, of course, Infinity War, the original team was forced out by Activision and they went on to become Respawn. And one of their thinkings when they made the first Titanfall game was not to do a a single player campaign because they kind of had looked at the data, right? You know, they they understood that the majority of people who play that game overwhelmingly are playing the online. And that's like something like. 40 or 50% I think they said like don't even touch the single player campaign once right how so, do they know that though what if you play offline huh what I don't know Sean, the, look I mean, at me the, the look question me. what happened they know the question is <laughs> the question is how willing are you to give up is if is that income that you would get with a single player campaign mm-hmm. right worth keeping or you don't care about it right I mean, I know plenty of people who buy the Call of Duty game just for the single player campaign. Well, early on, early on in the Call of Duties, I would I would play that single player campaign, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't exclusive to I have to play this first before I play multiplayer. A lot of times, what happened is you turn the game on, I'm hopping straight into multiplayer, yeah. and then as I feel like it, I'm playing the story. Which early on, the stories were the campaigns were really good. Yeah, there's some oh, very yeah. memorable moments from. Particularly Black Ops. And everything you would do. Um, but then as I, the more Call of Duties came out, right? Mm-hmm. You find yourself, okay, it's there. And if I want to play the story, cool. But it's, well, I mean, it is, you know, it's not the highlight of why I bought yeah. a Call of Duty. How many different ways can you tell a story Seven. that, oh. yeah, <laughs> a story where, you know, the goal has to be for these things to give you instances of war that, you don't normally see right or that the average person wouldn't be able to can you gotta save the world yeah like right so it's like how many different times can you really do that and get away with shocking things and especially when you're doing it every single year right um they went to different generations they went to the future uh they went back to world war ii um i don't know where else you're going what are you gonna go do the civil war i will say that no one's ever touched korea that is true I will say well, that going back to World War was still was still awesome. They did great at it. They knew a campaign, but they've they've had like I want to say there's a Korean War 
type map thing for one of their years. Oh, that's good. And I don't think they'll ever touch the Civil War. That would not be. uh, Yeah, I don't think think it would be off the table. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be really weird. I thought they would never go near the World War One, but they did. Um, Yeah. Hey, tanks. I mean, they had. I mean, in the Civil War, they had puckle guns. I mean, automatic weapons were not. Can I get a? Can I get a quick? Patch update. There was no. <laughs> What's a puckle gun? It's I need. Like, I need my database updated. It's, al- it's almost like. Uh, it's almost. It's almost similar to the concept of uh, one of those crank guns, which I'm not calling Gatling. it correctly. Gatling guns, where you turn this thing. Almost like it, I got you. Yeah, that's kind of what that is. But it was a puckle. Yeah, and those things are, were around during the Revolutionary War. Let's put this. I think those game, like the Civil War, is better suited for a strategy type game, right? Yeah. Like. That's stealth where stealth play, game. scouts, yeah. play as a scout. Yeah. yeah. Or just like, like, okay, I'm going to move this battalion here. I'm going to use my artillery here, and I've got to take this base, right? Yeah. So that that seems the best fit for something like Plus, so, it, like I, Total I, War, that game. Yeah, I can't series. imagine there ever being anytime soon um, a good idea to release a Civil War game nah. in a Call of Duty experience. Nah, nah I pretty much agree nah. with you. It's right <laughs> just a little hot button. Um, I wanted to ask you, H- Chris. HBO and Amazon are like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, Challenge speaking accepted. Of, speaking <laughs> of, I, don't know. I, I don't know how your <laughs> I don't know how your experience was, but so did you buy a physical or digital? Uh, physical. It's right there. Oh, it's, it is literally right there. So I, I with the aforementioned weekend extravaganza I had, I didn't pick up the game till Sunday. I mean, we we knew about it. I think we covered it on this podcast that it has a day one. 50 something gig yes. update, right? <clears throat> they changed that though, I think. So, so at first you put the game in and it only has like a one or two gig update. I think and what that is, is, is it makes you immediately available to play blackout. Yeah. Um, which is crazy because I thought the 50 gig was for blackout. Yeah. That, yeah, that, 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 that throws me off. So I almost wonder if it was zombies. I don't know what it was because yeah. I put it in and the game says ready to play. When I go play and you come up to the screen. You're able to play either classic multiplayer, blackouts right in the middle, yeah, or on the right side is zombies. Mm-hmm. The only thing available was blackout, and zombies and multiplayer had like maybe 10% downloaded. Wow. So, so they had to okay. go or whatever. So my first experience jumping in unintentionally was to go right into the blackout, which yeah. Chris, kind of before the show, and even maybe has hinted now that you like that mode, right? Um, I enjoyed it, yeah. Um, it's... <clears throat> it's interesting because interessante. It's very much. As soon as I started playing, the first thing I noticed, I was like, "Well, you could tell they started making this with the idea of like we got to beat PUBG." <laughs> like it does not feel like for anyone who's thinking like, "Is this a a challenger to Fortnite?" I'd be like, "No, no because it's not trying." There's to no Fortnite. way. Well, there's no realistic way for Call of Duty yeah. to compete with Fortnite, but it's with its realistic palette. Yeah, it. it Oh, At nice. its it's core, no, that's the wrong. Yeah, it works. I'm it, just pulling words but out. But I felt it. It worked. Canvas I knew, I knew, is what I, I meant. Ooh, even, but it's ooh. like they weren't even <laughs> better. It's not like they're trying to make like find a way to do it. Right? It's like not like they're like okay, well, you're going to be able to build forts around here based on military, you know, gear and all that. And like, no, 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 no. They're they're doing PUBG. That's what it is. It and let's is, be honest. Fortnite's for chumps. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So John challenges the world. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> Ninja's coming for you. Uh, it feels like someone took PUBG and put it into the Call of Duty engine. It's probably the best way I could say. And made one or two little tweaks, mainly the zombies in the, the one part and the fact that 
there are helicopters in there. Yeah. But uh, that's it. I mean, it runs very well. It's fun, and it definitely reminded me why I love PUBG and those kinds of things. Well, tell yeah. me this. What if some people mm-hmm. that you might not respect their opinions or not, so I won't give you them. What if some people in the media are calling it the best battle royale mode on the market today? What would you it, say to that? Maybe I would, what say, would you say to that, Sean? Yeah, I'll let Chris answer first. I got an answer. I would say maybe it's the it's the first time I could say that a triple A company has put one out to that level, like where you know, they spent a good year and a half probably making this mode for them. And it's not being released as some sort of beta, right? It's like here's the finished product. Can I say um, something? I yeah. asked you if it was the best, and you said, "Well, they uh, put one out." I would say to me <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. In the end, right now, I would say no. Um, it could be. Well, it, it definitely has the tools, but there are certain little things that their competitors have done that they've learned and tweaked and had the time to adjust where I'm like, at this point, they're probably better experiences. That would be my personal take on it. What about you, Sean? That and Fortnite, first of all, are apples and oranges. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like you mentioned. But it does seem like, um, like Chris said, they took the time to let it really marinate and they knew what they wanted. They kind of picked the best aspects of all the things out there and tried to make them their own. To me, it definitely, if I'm if I'm thinking of PUBG on the Xbox versus Blackout on, I'm playing it on PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. way better game. Which one? The Blackout oh. is a way better experience, and I don't know why. Um, well, have you played PUBG recently on I was, Xbox? I was going to yeah. say that. It's, 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 uh, it's been a while. Been a while. <laughs> what if what you're experiencing is the just the solid expertise of a of a developer who knows how to make those shooter mechanics work? That could be it. I mean, I mean how tight that, they are compared the to a PUBG. You know? Yeah, that's the thing they will always have on everyone is that no matter what, they've already built these beautiful mechanics as far as how gunplay feels on there. And they're not going – and to be fair, they don't do anything here that would mess that up. Right? And that's what, somebody, that's what somebody said. Yeah. They said take – Take a battle royale mode that is absolutely on par with everything out there, sure. and then add Treyarch's shooter mechanics. To well, it. not even that, and you've got the best experience. The, the best, the, the the best part of it is it's it's that battle royale yeah. with a with a sprinkle of the Call of Dutyness of what they do, the zombies, sure. yeah, and and the gunplay and and the characters you know, and yeah, it it that makes it just a really good experience. It's solid. The vehicles are fun to drive. Uh, mm-hmm. Very user friendly to even fly the helicopters. Yeah, which like helicopters, when, huh? Does PUBG do that? No, no, wow. no. That would make that game way too chaotic. I think yeah. it's such a big map. Like it, um, it's way. That's the thing. PUBG's core map is still, I believe, the biggest one out there because it was built really? for PC. Yeah. Well, I I can shut up at any time. No, this mm, is good. We, we like is this. the how's the fun, what's the functionality of the battle royale? Is it is it a shrinking map like yeah. any other? It's the same method. It, it is, like I said, when, as soon and as I know, I start, it's not a hundred people. It, no, it's it close is. to it. It's close to it. It's a hundred. Is it a hundred? Yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah. You I can heard run, it was like eighty-eight people. You can run quads or duos. Or solo. Uh, or solo. And, and I think their take on like the storm that shrinks is almost like an EMP, isn't it? Like a blackout? Yeah. Yeah. Which, blackout. Which fits the Call of Duty universe. It'd be stupid for them to have like a storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like thunder and lightning and stuff. So. Very, very frightening. That works. Um, 
Sorry. So when you've played the other battle royales, you kind of you can kind of pick up and go. Uh, and if you happen to have played Call of Duties, you, you have this blend of knowledge and experience that kind of just fits together, mm-hmm. uh, like Tetris pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Just fits, and you clear that line. It's oh, gonna be yeah. great. I can't wait for Tetris Effect. It's gonna be amazing. How's it look? Um, it looks. It looks I mean, really. It looks, it looks Call good. of Duty. Yeah. It looks Call of Duty. <laughs> it looks to me uh, a little bit more crisp than the PUBG port to like Xbox looked. Sure. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> There are, from a technical standpoint, there are definitely some limitations, like where you can see the draw distance yes. isn't nearly as long as PUBG on PC. Yeah, and it's uh, it's not even you'll see to, you'll see some yeah. texture pop in from time to time, but as far as like when you're actually in the part of combat in that game and where it is, it it's perfectly fine. On, uh, like in Fortnite, you come in on a party bus and you, yeah. you jump off yeah. with little gliders and umbrellas. It's fun and friendly. Uh, on PUBG, you just jump out with a parachute from a big plane. Uh, Call of Duty, you come in on, there's like several helicopters flying. Yeah. Like a war, almost, right? And when you jump out, you have one of those suits to where when you open your arms the up. Wing suit. The wingsuit and the yeah. legs. So that That's is. That's cool. That is cool. And it makes gliding down, if you get it right, you can hit like maybe 60 or 70 miles an hour. You got a little thing that shows you. And then kind of straighten it out, and you can go flying across a map yeah. somewhere you want to go. You can get just about anywhere from... It, it seems like it always comes in around the same angle of nose thing. It goes yeah, from it does. east to west. Oh, what? Like it doesn't, <laughs> it's not like how, uh, PUBG or Fortnite are where, or at least I, I haven't noticed this yet. Maybe I'm wrong. Like it doesn't seem like there's a big disparity of like the angle of where it's coming in. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have a, I see what you're saying. And I yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Chris. I just don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, it's really well done. It's fun. My question would be if you're someone who's been playing PUBG on PC or Xbox, are you inclined to leave at this point to go to it? That's a harder question to answer unless you're like a hardcore, you've been a hardcore Call of Duty guy. So then like maybe. there's almost not even room for three. No, I think I think like Chris said, I think if you happen to like Call of Duty, um, and you were playing PUBG because Call of Duty didn't have this option for you, this is for you, dude. This is so far up your alley that you're gonna you're gonna fall in love with it because now you have literally everything you've ever wanted. Yeah. Um, but if you've invested like right starting yeah either for now almost a year on Xbox or longer than that for PC. Uh, it's going to be like, eh. yeah, you're kind of like, huh, do, should I go to this? You know, I don't know, especially because and most people have noted this now progression in the blackout mode for it's Call of Duty is very tight. They need, that's probably the biggest thing that I know. So I'm like, they need to adjust this. And when he says um, progression is as far as ranking up and, and unlocking yeah. things, um, like, you can like a, an average map can or match can go 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. And, you only get XP if you finish in the top 15 or if you get kills, right? And Or possible cleanups. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, but and like, I, I don't even think it's top 15, Chris. I think it's top five. And even then, it's like no. very... Really? No, nah, I, I was reading somewhere. Is it solo top 15 and maybe groups top five? Maybe. I have not Because that's what sure. we kept shooting for as, um, that as does squads. Seem, yeah. That does seem punishing. Yeah, it, compared to like say, sure... For instance, like Fortnite, you're always getting XP, but even PUBG, 
you know, if I place in the top 50, I might not get a ton of XP, but I'll get like 200 yeah, XP of it. So it's like, and because of the fact the the way PUBG's progression, unless it's changed recently, I haven't been on in a while. Uh, right. <laughs> um, it resets every single week. So you always feel like you're guaranteed to get at least one to two packs just by generally playing yeah. throughout the whole week. And if you actually do get a chicken dinner or a top five finish or have a match where you get three or four kills, it's, it's a lot of experience for you. Um, this, I mean, like we had one where Slay and I, uh, of all people, Jeff, Jeff died about 10 left. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, it was down to me and Slay, another guy. <laughs> I had, I think, four kills that match, and we finished second. And I think I got, what, 30 for finishing second, and then, like, 40 points for, for the my kills, right? Yeah. And it's like, you go, I just went through 25 to 30 minutes of this, just trying to survive and, and actually getting lucky enough to have a good setup where I could win all of my battles. You know, and that's what I got for it. That's, that's, doesn't feel very call one for Call of Duty because everyone who knows this, like regular Call of Duty, you are consistently leveling. You're yeah. consistently going up and, and getting new things. Just so doing I wonder, stuff. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to tweak that. So I what really does the leveling do. accomplish other than bragging, Skins. right? Just, just cosmetic stuff. Skins, and I think no you can, competitive um, edge. I think you yeah, might. Like that. I think it might allow you to set certain kill streak perks. I uh, you got to get to certain levels so you can <laughs> yeah. you can <laughs> so you can create classes and things that you do in Call of Duty. You just got to progress up and yeah and black out to do it. I mean, they are useful. Like that's one of the things of PUBG. Like getting certain cosmetic <clears throat> outfits on certain maps, they extremely help you because it makes you harder to see. Yeah. Um, there's a reason why you see a lot of people running around naked, and it's because the clothes they have just aren't that good. You know, uh, the barefooted used to be you, more quiet. You can run around naked in PUBG. You have, well, you have underwear. Under, underwear on, yeah, but yeah. just bare skin, just <laughs> running, just you and your Richard and your your undies with a helmet on, yeah, and a gun. <laughs> have you gotten level three armor yet? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's I had that in a four times zoom scope. And some little, some little dude decided he was going to run up to my house and I was like, you just made a bad choice in life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They took a lot of like what Chris just said. So like you can pick up some armor, which you want. Right. And then they'll have level one, two or three. That's a lot. That's that's something you get from like a PUBG game. Yeah. Um, in Fortnite, you don't get armor per se. You get potions that you drink a little different. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed blackout. It was my first take on the new call of duty. It, it felt it mm-hmm. felt different, but it still felt good as far as the way your guy runs and moves and all that stuff. But it still had the shooting mechanic that you want from a Call of Duty. Um, and then it got late. So I said, all right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, and then my second run in was something you had already done. Oh, which was the multiplayer. Ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with Call of Duty multiplayer. So Call of Duty multiplayer is a thing where you have to be on it. Yeah. Um, all the time because the people that play the multiplayer, they're drinking Red Bulls, Mountain Dews, uh, hitting lines of cocaine. They're I'm like, just drinking they're PBR. on it. So it's just a punishing world to be in. Yes. It's, if you, if you come spawn in. Spawn dead, spawn dead, spawn dead. Well, yeah. Starting out, yeah, the kind of game modes that the, the crew we run with, um, <clears throat> there's, there's been noted issues on the multiplayer on certain, um, 
game modes, right? Uh, yeah. Like domination, control, team deathmatch. These are all game modes. Everybody knows them that plays Call of Duty. And one of the ones they wanted to play was hardcore domination. And that was so easy for you to get spawn camp, as they call it. Like you say, you literally. Which is just the most irritating it's, world. Because you can't, you can literally set your controller down and every time you, as soon as your guy comes on the screen, he's dead. Yeah, it's really weird. These maps, as opposed to the last couple, I don't know if it was just the ones we got, but they all felt extremely tight, whether it was old ones or new ones. And as such, like once they had taken over two points on the map, they were set in a way where, you know, it didn't even matter if I spawned like here on the right side one time and then the left side. They had it so well covered that you're done. Yeah, you're done. It didn't matter if it changed <clears throat> just a little bit. As even as early or as recent, not as early, but as recent as last night, um, we know that the Call of Duty folks, they're working on the respawn issue, uh, to avoid the spawn camping. They know that's a, that's yeah. a killer for the online, you know, gameplay, you know, people. It's just yeah. not fun. It's not fun, no, right? It's not. It's, um, it's irritating. So they're working on it. And in the previous Call of Duty games, they, they, they used to, if you can imagine like a line, like a virtual line that if, uh, one team crossed, it would, it would generate you, the other team to spawn in different locations to avoid mm-hmm. the spawn camp. It was, it was smart. It worked. And it, it, if they've ever had problems with it, they found a way to tweak it. So I've got faith that they'll tweak it now. But even as recent as yesterday. But why not do it? It's like, well, it's like learn from your experience well, and don't repeat the mistake. Part of me thinks that this game <clears throat> released in October. Mm-hmm. It normally releases in November. It was running from something. It, Chris will say it's running from Red Dead and I can kind of, Kind of makes sense. They want to get their people out there and get sales and all that. Yeah, they they remember what happened with GTA, and they know that it would be much better in their prerogative to to be the team that's out first. Possibly. I don't think this game was all the way, like, stressed, maybe properly done. I don't know. Um, I know that this kind of thing should have been caught before an official release. Yeah. But we switched game modes out a little bit, um, and certain things got better, and we noticed that... Getting out of the hardcore and just go to go in the core. So we did that too. And it, it, but they were they were saying even as of yesterday, yeah, it, it had gotten better since when y'all played. So yeah, well, that's good. And we also put it on a shuffle, so all the different game modes were going on. Mm. So that made it fun too. So that was cool. Um, so, but if you played a multiplayer in Call of Duty, this one's good. Uh, yeah, it feels like Call of Duty. That's why I'm saying like I might not be the guy who's attuned for this because I like I said that mode it just doesn't interest me mm-hmm. but i think of like our friends like tate and, and, Dude, I and loved all it. that yeah who really you know for the longest time that's all they played was this i could definitely see how it's built for people like them or mikey's son josh you know like i know he's a big call of duty guy like if you're in that core loop i don't see there's anything here that would make you say oh this isn't worth it now um the big question will be for them especially with like blackout and all that is what are they doing going forward if this is an annual franchise still, right? Because now you're going to have all these people, unlike PUBG and Fortnite, who have put a year in, of progression into Blackout, right, actually doing things. Are they going to lose all that? Do they have to start again every year? Is it just going to be, hey, you get one new map every year and um, and that's it? Or well, are they going to build that, this out? That, that puts Call of Duty and possibly battlefield up against the wall it's like yeah fortnite is a free service ish you know you know what i mean PUBG is that one-time fee of what 29.99 30 bucks mm-hmm. but call of duty has the release every year 
And do you hide a battle royale game behind a paywall by purchasing a game every year? Exactly. It's like going forward, it's almost like Activision has put themselves in a box Mm -hmm. saying that they now have to choose between annual franchises and the the revenue that brings or a subscription-based service Uh, going forward where, I don't know, the – the battle royale is something you pay upfront for, and you get updates for the rest of your life. They're going to have to probably think of a model mm-hmm. that way. Um, I don't think they they don't they don't look at it as going up against a wall because they're like, no, the Call of Duty experience is the multiplayer experience and the zombies and yada yada yada. Um, the blackout thing is a new thing. Now, if it turns out to where they can rival, you know, what PUBG and and Fortnite are doing. Then yeah, you got to figure out a way to go. Okay, a one-time whatever, and you have Call of Duty Blackout, so to speak. Yeah. And now here's this. Is thing. there room for both of their both? Of right. Because they would have to turn it into two franchises: one that's just the service Blackout. that's on all the time, and then the one that they release every year. Then they'll have to start putting in a single-player campaign or some. I mean, Fortnite technically is is the battle royale and the uh, save the world. Yeah. Game. Yeah. 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 Um. Obviously, the the battle royale is a way more popular version yeah. of that game, but yeah. there's ways to do it, and I know they're anticipating getting these numbers and these results in to see which way they want to go. Um, I I love both modes that I've played. Um, there was one more, the zombie mode that I know he played last night. So I did. Just, I know that our friend of the show, Mike uh, Ryan Leaf, lo- one of his favorite That's things his about thing. Call of Duty is the zombie mode. Yes. Um, Several iterations ago, I zombied the crap out of zombies, right? I loved it. Um, <clears throat> the last zombie mode I played was the one where they had, was it Jason or Michael Myers in it? Jason, yeah. I think. Uh, I've and, actually been both. And I did not go, I did not go pelvic deep in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since, <laughs> uh, <laughs> since I've gone very deep in there, but it's always fun to play with someone like Mike because Mike, just goes on YouTube and looks up every little stupid thing. And it's so weird coming into that and not having the full experience of like knowing everything. And I go, he's just like casually running towards things and, and saying, okay, we got to do this, this, and this. I'm like, how do you know this? How do you figure that out? I'm just wanting to not die. <laughs> um, but it's <laughs> the thing is, is that I still would say, to me, the reason why they bring back zombies is that I honestly think it's been the thing that Treyarch just consistently has evolved, taken chances with, and made something that is distinct. Like, they weren't the first horde mode out there, right? You know, Gears of War and Halo both had that well before they did. But once they started doing it, they've done it. I mean, it's hard to argue that there's been a better... Yeah. Reoccurring horde mode out there, maybe maybe gears, you know. But even then, I don't think well, the thing is there's not a gears every year. Yeah, exactly. So gears is like every three years. So they could make. I think that you could. We we're talking about like what's their future forward. I think you could take zombies and blackout and make it this thing where it's like, oh hey, your progression will always carry over. I got a new message from Xbox. <laughs> um, Quit talking about us. We know you're recording. Stop it. Phil's not amused. Um, like, they could take both of those things and be like, oh, hey, by the way, we're just going to charge you 20 bucks a year, 20 bucks to the service. You get all the map packs, you know, all of our expansions. We promise that we're going to give you these throughout the year, right? Um, and 
let those both go off and, and they could be their own thing. And then maybe we see this return to form where when we're talking about actual Call of Duty, the multiplayer and stuff, maybe that then returns back with an actual solo campaign that's done annually by itself. And that's, it's got its core set of teams that are doing this while there are separate teams that all they do is blackout and zombies, you know, cause the weird thing is as Activision's getting to a place where they're so freaking dependent on, um, you know, from core Activision, take Blizzard out. Blizzard, that, that's its own side of the business. But as far as core Activision, they don't really have much else right out there for, for hardcore gaming right now than Call of Duty. They got Destiny. Yeah. So that's it. They got those two things. Destiny's huge, man. Yeah, sure. And I mean, like, I think they have to keep finding a way <clears throat> to say, like, well, how are we going to keep people coming back and doing it? Um, and, and giving us more money, right? And how often do we ask for that money and, and where are we giving them for that money, right? In fact, this doesn't necessarily mean, this is slightly off topic, doesn't necessarily mean people come back, but somebody in the industry said. <laughs> Why won't you say the name? You're uh, fearful. I'm not. You, we, you'd be we, fine with this one. We don't need oh, to say okay. that. Um, everything you, not you Smash specifically. Mouth, uh, once said that somebody told me that the world was going to. Oh, sorry. Every uh, I like, uh, everything I like everything it that works. people said from the outset they wanted from Destiny is now in Destiny. It's not. This is what everybody wanted from yeah. the, from the get. You know what they're saying now? Possibly too late. I get it, but it, but do you know what they're saying now? The people who play the Destiny, hmm. it's like, oh my god, we finally got everything. Now we're wondering what are they going to do next. Now yeah. now they're Can't worried more of it. <laughs> well, not, now <laughs> they're worried that okay, this was this was the load. This was the payload. This is everything. Now what? <clears throat> Oh, they've, like, they've they've got plans up to twenty twenty. Well, they've always yeah. they're I yeah. think they're pretty much without a doubt coming out. If not next year, definitely the year after will be Destiny three because I think they're yeah they have a longer support timeline for this one than they did the first they one. have a they have a contract with Activision which I think said over the the ten year life cycle that they would at least deliver three games. So that's come out. So. Obviously, that's its own thing. But anyway, zombies, it's fun. It's just, even if I don't know what the heck is going on, You're just like listening dude. to the scripts and the yeah. zombies and the different things that show up <clears throat> and the fact that like there was this hellhound dog coming out of the wall last night and you had to lure the zombies to it so it could feed the dog. He would like bend down and pick up the zombie and start eating them. And, or the fact that like, you know, of course, regular Call of Duty, it's all more based on real weaponry, right? You know, trying to be somewhat in the realm of realism. Yeah. Nah, like Jeff goes up to this box and all of a sudden he's got like this ray gun going on, like this sciencey little tiny ray gun. And he's just one-shotting zombies like it's nothing. <laughs> um, it's fun, it's chaotic, and it's great because just like any horde mode, um, it can fall apart. In an instant. Instant. Like you're just, everything's going fine. You're like, all right, we've gotten this thing. We've gotten this thing. And this one guy's hanging to this thing while these other two people do this thing. And all of a sudden he goes, I'm down. And you realize he's <laughs> on the other side of the map and you don't even know how to get to him because you're not Mike or her, whoever has so, played this so much. Is this one of those modes where it's just a matter of time you're going down? Oh yeah. It's, it's just allow how long yeah. you can manage to. For the most part, I think you you know you can like, beat, you can it, beat it. Yeah, but, but it's, it's no joke. Yeah, you kind of you really have to understand what you're doing. There's, and, and in some of the zombie out. modes, John, we'd be in a room, and we'd have everything boarded up like we're supposed to, and be rocking out. Zombies start coming through. You kill a couple of ways. You reboard up. 
And then at some point, like Chris says, mm-hmm. somebody goes, they're through. They're through. Hey, I need help. Pick me up. Pick me up. I'm down. I'm dead. Yeah. And then it's over. Cause then all of a sudden there's not, there's more zombies, one less dude. And it's, it, it is what it is. It's just, you know, there's not, of course, a single player mode in this, but this feels like the closest that you get to a campaign or, uh, set of stories and campaigns because it's it's like a cooperative single player right you know you're not battling each other you're you're all working towards a common goal and that's always really fun it's kind of like doing when you play halo and you're work you know doing the campaign co-op with three of your other friends like you could do with reach and um halo 3 or no halo halo 4 (laughs) so is it is it ricardo time I was I gonna, so. I was gonna point out too before we do that, there are some new characters. If you remember the ones from Black Ops 3, they're all here. Uh, but one of my favorite new characters, Chris, is Torque. He's the one that, it's kinda got the red beard and he's a little cross eyed oh, okay, looking gotcha. with the glasses on his head. <laughs> he's awesome. And the, and the end game stuff. He, and, and they all do different things now. Um, what's another new one? Crash is a new one. Ajax is a new one. And I believe. He's also in, uh, that's it. In Assassin's Creed. Honestly. Yeah, and, and they do different things like like <laughs> each one of the people that you pick, they have a like an equipment thing they do. Um the recon guy has this dart that you can throw on the wall when it's charged up. It it provides like a circle and then you can see enemies coming in and out of that circle so you kind of know where they are at. Mm-hmm. Um and then they all have an ability. The recon guy, for example, his ability would be he pulls out a mask and now he can see everybody through walls and you can call your call him out for your teammate, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are new additions. The customization part, as far as like your paint camos on your gun or the outfits you lock on your characters, they're the guys I play with already have like these neon type looking outfits on. Really cool. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm excited to get home and play it tonight. I, it, it's kind of rejuvenated my, my interest for Call of Duty. Um, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I haven't played since World War II, and everybody's like, well, that, that was technically the last one. Yeah, that was last year. But I played it for a long time, and then I kind of stopped, so. We'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll give it an initial, Richard. Okay. What if, you got? If, we're, if we're ready to do that. Yeah, I'm ready. I got no qualms with that. Hey, you make no ifs, ands, or buts. I'll give a Richard. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> You're enthusiastic and Richard's everywhere. We got to pause oh. the recording because Sean's going to give me a Richard. Wait, what? What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Is there anything else we're leaving out? I think we're good. There, the Mike did mention... Um, he read somewhere, or maybe you can, one of you can confirm this. Mike can read? Apparently. I saw um, him today. But they they started making what was going to be their single-player campaign, right? So they had this, like, vault Idea. of stuff. And now that's going to be, like, the backstory-ish, very similar to, like, mm. uh, your Blizzard game does, like, with the... Overwatch. Yeah. With their backstories. I got a glimpse of one. It looked beautiful. Um, be a but, cool idea. But I kept hitting circles so I could get ready to go play multiplayer. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay. it is what it is. I'm excited, man, to see where this goes and how much. I I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's a, If you like Call of Duty, buy it's it. It's for you. It's for <laughs> you, dude. It's it's everything Call of Duty plus a blackout. Um, if you're not turned on by Call of Duty, but you like the PUBGs and the Fortnites of the world, maybe the blackout gets you into the world. I don't know. But I tell you what, you better bring it. Yeah, you better get good. So what's your Richard? I'm going. I'm leading off. I'm Ricky Anderson. Yeah, the Richards. Yeah, you're you're Ricky this week. Uh, only because I haven't played the zombie mode, I'll give it an eight point seven five. Oh, because it it's a solid shooter. 
It's Call of Duty, and I like everything about it. It's got room to grow, um, or or fade. So I'll, I'll start off and say just initial eight point seven five. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Chris is like <clears throat> five and a half. <laughs> nah. Um, I to me it's good. And I'm not a Call of Duty guy. I think I've learned more and more. Uh, the, as I said, the core game just doesn't speak to me. I think Zombies is easily the best part of it. Um, and I really hope that my group of friends reaches out and says, like, hey, do you want to play Zombies tonight? Because outside of next weekend, um, I probably would be down to really explore those. Is it already time for that game? <laughs> next week. <laughs> no, it's the 26th. Yeah, a week from this Friday. So, so next, next week. week yeah, yeah, no, yeah. technically. Okay, yeah. Not this weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. 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 You got it? Yeah. You good? I think I got to play that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but think, anyway. I think I got to play um, that game. Good to like, me is, no good to me, I've always said, is a 7.5. So that's what I'll give it. I think definitely if you're, like as you said, if you're if you're Tate, you know, one of those guys, I definitely can understand why you're like, nine um, yeah. <laughs> And all those things. But for me... For sixty bucks and all that right now, um, unless you love that multiplayer, I, I feel like I'm not going to touch that again. I have no desire to go back to that. I could definitely see myself playing some more um, Blackout and if, if like, because you know, to me, the one big thing it did while I was like, oh, there's nothing here that's like highly original compared to PUBG that was like bursting at the seams for me. It still felt like PUBG, and I missed that feeling. So you know that like. That's the part I enjoyed from it. It's like this is an easy way on console for me because I never bought PUBG on um, on on Xbox. It's like here's an easy way to play that mode. So if people want to play that, I'm down to play that too. Um, but you know, I think it's a fair score for someone who is, I will admit, not right now the most biggest champion in the world of Call of Duty. I don't have a problem saying that. So take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Hey, John, we just talked about Call of Duty on our show. Ooh. Where was I? Huh? You're right here. You had an ooey-gooey earlier. Remember that? I did. I want to ooey-gooey this news. You want to ooey-gooey the news? Let's do it. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! News! <laughs> what were you choking on? I was drinking Dasani. You know what's great about this now every week? I don't have to, like... Do anything? Yeah. Can you make it bigger? (laughs) (laughs) Can you make it bigger? (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Topic of the... Oh. (laughs) Who's going first between two? Uh, I think it's my week to go first, right? Sure, if you like. Remember, because we did the thing where one week was you and then one week was me. That's cool, man. (laughs) Cool, man. Uh, Let's get this started. Let's get it started. (laughs) (laughs) PSN name changes. The ask has been 10 years in the making, but Sony has officially announced that they will soon be testing the PSN, that's PlayStation Network, online ID change beta that will allow for this change. Uh, It will initially be part of the PlayStation preview program and, quote, will become available to select users that have pre-registered as testers for previous PS4 system software betas, end quote. Users will be able to change their online ID. Shut your face. Um, They'll be able to change their online ID as many times as needed. The first change will be free 
and then each additional charge will cost $9.99 or $4. Don't be sorry. Don't ever be sorry for saying nine. Or (laughs) (laughs) $4.99 for PlayStation Plus members. That's me, and it should be you too if you're listening. Yeah, if you play online games. Yeah, it's, it's like a no, it's like a no brainer, guys. Uh, the important note is this, quote, mm. not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita systems are guaranteed to support the online ID change. And users may occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. I think they said that might mean, um, people are worried trophies. I told you last week this is a PlayStation Three issue. Yeah, it's an oh, arch- yeah. it's the architecture of the PlayStation Three that they can't get around. They just can't. How? They made the architecture. All you gotta do is a left <laughs> outer join. That that was sequel talk. Sorry. What is what is that? Sequel or C? Uh, SQL. SQL. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I would you know that's cool. I'm glad they're finally doing this though. Um. Personally, I don't see myself changing my name just because I'm. That's like my classic name. So. Yeah, I was an adult when the PlayStation Three came yeah. out, so I didn't. I didn't go juvenile. I didn't say. You didn't Vag Violator Eighteen. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that just came to the dome, huh? Well, um, that sounds like something juvenile. Colin, say. Colin, and Greg used to have a segment of for Shuhei let us change our names, and somebody would write in a letter every week saying. This is my name. Yeah, I remember you telling I've me that. Lived, yeah. And one of them was just, was I think it was Vag Violator 18. And it was awful. <laughs> it's like, please let me. And every after every letter. I'm more it's so like, amazed that Sony was okay with the name. Yeah, how did that get through? Sometimes <laughs> it just yeah. slips through the cracks, you know. Yeah, literally. Stop. <laughs> what happened? But yeah. um, the. Uh, Speaking of PlayStation 3. We got a new system coming out. Yeah. It's called the all-new PlayStation Brick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over the weekend, players began to report that their PlayStation 4s were being rendered inoperable. This was due to opening certain PSN messages. Sony has acknowledged the problem and is planning a system software update to fix it. Reports of the message exploit revealed an unsolicited message from a Rainbow Six Siege opponent that bricked the console. And bricked should be quote-unquote because it wasn't necessarily a brick. Um, the, the console, uh, so let's back up opponent that bricked the, yeah, Sean, we, we, we got you. Yeah. Cause I explained it. You didn't get it before. Th- thanks for that. The message contains totally a up. box filled with a question mark set between the same Spanish word and emoji. A similar exploit was used to crash iPhone several years back. I think I read this afternoon. Um, it was after you sent the, the latest update of the news that, uh, they think they've figured it out and got it patched out so it shouldn't be affecting people. But still, that, God, could you imagine just like you accidentally, you get this message and you accidentally click on it, not even suspecting. You're like, huh, what is this? Or you're just doing it because you're like, let me open this up and leave this group before I get blown up by 50 messages from it, right? And then the next thing you know, your whole entire PlayStation is just crashing and and files are being deleted. I think I read before we came in here that uh, the PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation Network, Network currently experiencing issues, but I haven't Ooh. read the whole thing. I'm wondering if it's uh, kind of tied to this. I've got some, some Call of Duty to play. Yeah. So I bought it on Xbox. Boo. <laughs> then you'd have the power of the 1XX 5 billion teraflops. It's going to go up with Red Dead. Speaking of Microsoft, I 
Okay. Um, Microsoft acquisition rumors. Ooh. Nothing like a good rumor, huh? Microsoft is reportedly making moves to acquire Obsidian Entertainment. Fans will recognize Obsidian's most notable work as Pillars of Eternity, South Park, and what many fans feel is a superior title superior title in the series, Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Casey would definitely say that. According to a rep from Microsoft, quote, we do not comment on rumors or speculation. That means it's quote. true. I mean, that has to mean it's true, right? Yeah. Deny, deny, deny. Oh, we signed it. Uh, this <laughs> would be a great get if true. Which would add to Microsoft's growing portfolio that includes Playground Games, Undead Labs, and Ninja Theory. Not to mention the Coalition. Yeah. And, and, and of course, uh, the folks who 343 Studios. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like the commenter, um, from the report I saw basically said it's pretty much 90% done and it's not like a speculation anymore of if. Right, but when? But when? Yeah, it's like when are they going to announce it? Like, are they holding this till E three next year? Are they just going to do a press release someday? Right? Yeah, because we had heard a lot of rumors too about like Undead Labs and Ninja Theory. Those kind of talks had been rumbles prior to E three, <laughs> and then finally, you know, Phil comes out on stage and he's like, "By the way, we got this studio. We Here got we this go. studio." So you're wondering if that's what the play for this is. It's like, okay, here is the new Xbox coming in 2020, and to do it is Obsidian Games, makers of things like, you know, as you said there, or one that we didn't have on there, uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 was them. That was them. So it's, they you know have how, a great pedigree. You know how Fallout's that. on there, right? New Vegas. I'm getting secretly excited for 76. I just needed to add that out there. Ooh. Yeah, it's interesting. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. It's it's growing on me. <laughs> It's green. We could go play the beta. Well, speaking of things no. that grow on humans, like mold, Chris will go missing. Oh, did he just call you mold? No. Ouch. No. This you will, would never do that. You'll understand. Okay. Let me get there. Chris will go missing on October 26th. That's accurate. <laughs> Can Chris go 60 hours without bathing or grooming of any sort? Hence, growing mold on his body. Chris, this is when you say that. Chris clarifies. With beer, I can go 80. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now that Red Dead Redemption 2's campaign has been revealed to be 60 hours long, we may find out. Yeah. That is due to scaling back, as it is also revealed that five hours of the game was cut due to a romantic storyline that didn't play out well in addition to a, quote, mission on a train where you had to deal with bounty hunters, end quote. While motion capture is done for the single-player campaign, they have revealed that more is due for the online service. It is clear that we will be recording future podcasts while thousands of Christmas tree air fresheners hang from Chris's ceiling. They're Indeed. already hanging. <laughs> At least something will get on these walls oh. and ceiling. Ouch. <laughs> I got a, that's I got 60, a Van Gogh. You do got a Van Gogh. Now that's 60 hours minimum. Yeah, just yeah. going straight through. I think like the story for GTA 5 was like 30 to 40 hours by itself pretty much. Um, which is perfectly fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine with that. <laughs> that is a world I want to get lost I, in. I was, um, the more I see it. I I, I want to be on a horse going through a snowy capped mountain, watching those balls shake. I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't. I mean, not so much about that, but you know, just everything. It's just Chris, Mister Popular tonight. No, I've, I've heard. Oh. I've heard. I've heard reports that 
They're looking at about a 75 on Metacritic. Are they? Oh. Uh, Would you like to sort your your sizes? I can't see your face, John. Where'd you go? (laughs) I just said sort your sizes. That's great. Cite your sources. Speaking of 60 hours, uh, according to lead, this was, again, uh, about Red Dead. Uh, Lead writer Dan Hauser of Rockstar said, uh, we were working 100 hours 100 hour week several times in 2018 when speaking of crunching and pushing Red Dead 2 to meet the uh, release date. Many online websites have called into question this comment and have sought further Mm. clarification from the developer. Rockstar has since clarified the quote 100 hour weeks comment, which has brought the issue of quote crunch culture front and center for debate. Uh, there seems to be some confusion arising. This is all quote, by the way. Yeah, this is all quote, by the way. Thanks, Chris, because it's in italics, and I should have said that. Yes. There seems to be some confusion arising from my interview with Harold Goldberg. Uh, not that Goldberg. Uh, the point I was trying and to not make. not Bernie Goldberg. <laughs> Fear the or, spear. Or Bill Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> the point I was trying to make in the article was related to how the narrative and dialogue in the game was crafted, which was mostly what we <clears throat> talked about, not about the different processes of the wider team. After working on the game for seven years, the senior writing team, which consists of four people, Mike Unsworth, Rupert Humphreys, Laszlo, and myself, had, as we always do, three weeks of intense work when we wrapped everything up. Three weeks, not years. We have all worked together for at least 12 years now and feel we need this uh, to get everything finished. After so many years of getting things organized and ready on this project, we needed this to check and finalize everything. More importantly, we obviously didn't expect anyone else to work this way. Across the whole company, we have some senior people who work very hard purely because they're passionate about a project or their particular work, and we believe that passion shows in games we release, but that additional effort is a choice, and we don't ask or expect anyone to work anything like this. Lots of other senior people work in an entirely different way and are just as productive. I'm not one of them, because there was an exclamation point. I make myself giggle. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm just not one. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. No one, senior or junior, is ever forced to work hard. I believe <laughs> I believe we go to great lengths to run a business that cares about its people <clears throat> and to make the company <clears throat> a great place for them to work. Picture of John. Who's that? Is that that's Dan Hauser? Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a funny picture. Um, that was on the Red Dead Reddit today. Yeah, it's a it's a guy with a gun, obviously from Red Dead, and they got Dan Hauser, and he's holding down an employee Rockstar for Rockstar who doesn't want to work 100 hours a week at gunpoint. <laughs> it's just funny when you see that after what I just read. But yeah, it, it yeah. caused a bit of a storm. Did you hear about all this? Yeah, I mean, look. Just because they're a rock star doesn't mean that they're above criticism. And when you hear something like that, yeah, it perks people up and goes, wait, is everyone on that? Is the reason they're making such great games is that they force people to work that much, right? Yeah, well, what are they going to get compensated for it? Um, those are big, serious questions. So I'm sure of this, if it is really bad there, it will come out. And people will talk about it. So I'm kind of in the sit back and wait and see what, if anything does happen. But again, it's one of those things where if you're uh, senior people, you kind of always got to be mindful of the things you say to the press. Senior because, or junior people. Because the moment, especially in today's day and age, the moment you say something, there's a whole plethora of people ready to rip it apart and, and break it down and make you question, well, what do you mean by that, right? So, So two things here, right? One, I have an addendum to make from my previous statement Ooh. of no movies watched this weekend. 
Um, what I'm going to say comes from what I saw mm. this weekend. And this kind of story that comes out might start letting the water in that could eventually bust open the whole thing. Yeah. That made me remember that I watched Dunkirk oh, and yeah. the scene where the boat is getting shot to quote unquote target practice and they have to hold the holes. Whew. That's a serious scene. So I watched Dunkirk this weekend, Chris. Great movie. John. It was all right. Oh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Venom. What? <laughs> so yeah. My, you know, this is, to me, this is a, a, a representation of the media looking for that victim. Just looking for the victim wherever you can find it from a, from a very, I don't know, unharmful statement and just looking for the controversy where none might exist. You didn't say that right. I've, Looking for the controversy where none might exist. You didn't yeah, say it right you didn't again. say it right. I did say it. Let's play the no, tape. No, 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 no. Can we focus on what word, I'm saying? The word controversy. Just fix it. Yeah. Controversy. Is, thank there you. you go. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> so defensive. So, so, I've worked. I don't know if you guys have. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you have. I've worked jobs that have required sixty to hundred hours work a week. Sure. Same. So, um, if you were a developer. And you love what you do. Where does the choice stop and, and stop? Can't stop and begin. I mean, can we just assume that the people who work for Rockstar, who by the numbers make the best games in the world, yes, John said it, they work 100 hours a week. Does the CEO at a Fortune 200 company work 40 hours a week and go home? No. But he gets compensated for being the CEO. Yeah, but how did he get to that point? Did he get to that point by making 40 hours a week? I no, doubt it. Probably right. I doubt, I, but I bet he put in the extra time it takes. Yeah. Uh, Neil Bortz, you might remember him. He's a retired radio host. Yeah. He used to say all the time, anybody who works 40 hours a week is lazy. Mm-hmm. I work 40 hours a week. So I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, you He's know, lazy. I know what he was But there's a work like, ethic. Right. There's a work ethic that that just seems to me is under attack here. Sure, sure. Because you're looking out for what you assume is the victim. I guess, and I just think it's just so dishonest right now. Look, you're right. Let's wait. Maybe yeah. there is some abuse going on at Rockstar, yeah. but you leading like that is not right. is yeah. not well, responsible. Right. Yeah. And if something's going on, what's uh, Jason Schreier will find out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all. That's it, my two cents. It's definitely interesting. Good two cents. It, it's like I would like to say it's. I can understand why there's a little bit of like questioning though, just because it has been this consistently growing thing where it's like, Hey, even though it's not in your contract, even though you're not obligated to do this, we're basically going to imply that you need and have to do this and you're not going to be compensated anyway, even though you're just like a basic programmer here. Right. It's called a salary versus a wage. If you were a salaried employee, well, there's nowhere in your contract. Typically, I mean, at least in this state, there's nowhere in your contract saying that, Minimum 40 hours and no more. Sure. If you're a salaried uh, employee, you get the job done. Yeah, if you're salaried. But most of these people, I think, like, the thing that's getting is, like, they're forced to do all that work, right? And that'd be great if they're... I can tell you, an app dev on a project like this is probably a salaried employee. I would say it would be great if they're doing all that work, right? And it's kind of like, in, as you said, like you're doing this hard work in fruition of growing within that company. But the thing that I think is alarm to everyone is that at the same time, after these games ship, we see at least in a number of these companies, like one third, if not greater of the workforce then immediately get cut. So it's like you're being asked to push and do all these things. And then you don't get the, you know, kind of, I guess, 
the benefits that are supposed to come from the hard work, right? You've got to hope that someone else has a job out there for you. And then you go and you get there and you're being asked to push again. And then you get let go and it keeps going that cycle, which is why they're having that huge talk out there of like, do they need to unionize? Do they need to figure out some sort of standard or what does the industry need to change? And it's, so I understand where the outrage is coming from as far as questioning things. Right. But I definitely think it's like, okay, well, outrage let, doesn't question. Outrage accuses. Yeah, uh, let's uh, one minute. Let's monologue. wait until I, I do. Still agree. It's like let's wait to actually see because, yeah, I don't think the comment for something like this comes from the CEO. Right? It's more of like what you saw going on. Big problems that are going on right now that are worth noting are things like riot games and all that reporting coming out where it's not from the leadership where all the complaints are coming from. It's from people who have worked there or have, uh, are working there and their concerns with their company and the culture that's there. So that's where I would take more heart. So if that comes out, then yeah, then something to address. No more um, red dead redemption three. <laughs> trust me. One of the coolest someone. people listed though was Laszlo. Yeah. He's a, he's a cool dude. He's in the game. Yeah. He's a, uh, I used to listen to Opie and Anthony and he was always a guest and he'd always have little tidbits of data and fun facts. And he was just a fun guy. It was cool to see and read his name. Hope he's doing well, John. It's like, yeah. man, why aren't Speak. games as pivot. good as they used to I be? I hope he's doing he's well, John. He's giving you a pivot. <laughs> or no, wait, it's actually your pivot. No. He didn't? No. Oh, no, yeah, it is your pivot. Did you want to weigh off on it, though? No, we're good. No, I, no, 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 we're good. We're good, John. I, but there is a rumor. Mm-hmm. What's the room? Assassin's Creed might be doing well. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is reportedly enjoying the best launch sales in the series for this current console generation, beating out launch sales for Origin, Syndicate, and Unity. The developer credits high review scores and positive player feedback for the strong sales. No solid numbers were revealed, although we know that Origin sold twice as many as Syndicate in a uh, 10-day period. Mm -hmm. It is also unclear if this stat includes sales for Black Flag, which releases, which released, sorry, on both generations of consoles. Black Flag shipped 10 million units in two months. Mm -hmm. Not surprising. Um, well received. Origins. As we said, did very well and had a lot of good feed, so I'd expect this to do well. I'm sure it will probably. I would be amazed if Assassin's <laughs> Creed does not finish third for the month. I, mean, I think I can. I'll lock that one in right now. Which any other month would probably mean they were the number one game, but unfortunately, they're releasing in October. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the the question is which is second. Well, you know, that you, said, question. you did say Assassin's Creed's doing well, but so is Black Ops 4? Question mark? Uh, Maybe. Call of Duty's off to a good start, it seems. Uh, Activision hasn't revealed sales numbers, but has released a couple of data points. According to the company, the game is the biggest day one digital release in the company's history. This doesn't mean that it's the biggest Call of Duty game ever, as the company did not release numbers for physical copies. Here's a lot of data that I'll quote directly from the Forbes article. Uh, Black Ops 4 became the best-selling day one full game on the PlayStation Store globally. The game became the best-selling Activision day one digital game on the Xbox Store. <laughs> the release on Battle.net also saw major boost, more than doubling PC digital sales over last year. Someone tells me the top one for that is either Overwatch or WoW. <laughs> Probably. I would think, wow. 
possibly. Yeah, for an expansion. Um, and finally, the last one is a bit odd, so I'll quote the press release. The, quote, total number of people who connected online to play Black Ops 4 increased from last year's release, end quote. <laughs> what we call this is, uh, <laughs> we call this a politicking to we, make sure your numbers sound good. Do we, to me, the biggest news piece would be if the Call of Duty game didn't do good. Yeah. We, we all expect them to do good. Sure. Do we, do we ever expect them to be groundbreaking and just sell all the games? I think the thing I think that's clear is this, and I'm not surprised by this, is the, is proof and more and more people as I talk to, they're moving to digital. Like everyone is seeing that is going to be the wave of the future because people like convenience. That's just the way it is. But you know what they don't like? Mm. Their hard drives getting filled up. Sure, but they can re-download it. That's what they've learned. They're yeah. fine with it. I, I, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know, okay? Why are you so confrontational? Let me tell you Why something. don't you just calm down? I love you. More. Uh, but on the other hand, yeah, it's like <laughs> we all know that for the most part when these things are said, you, you try to say the best thing you can say, right? So it's like this. they didn't say this has sold more than – World War II did the year before on its first day. They didn't say it's the best-selling Call of Duty launch this generation. They didn't say anything about physical stuff. And it's not like they don't know that already. They should already know that. It doesn't take them too long um, to get this information because they know what their pre-orders were. They know how much they shipped the stores. What if this um, is just because they're humble and the numbers are ridiculous and they're just is- like – you know what? We're just not. Go- Activision is not humble. Yeah. This being, is the company. Being, that, I'm, being, I'm, I'm doing this to set it up for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, we, there's just At, a lot. Call okay? of Duty. Call of Duty. They, they would within days. They they used to announce things like this made a billion dollars. Exactly. In two days. Uh-huh. I will say, you know, in a court of law, circumstantial evidence is not evidence. But if you get enough circumstantial evidence. It can convict somebody. Yeah. That being said, let's flip it to anecdotal evidence. That is a lot of anecdotal evidence. Combining all that, I think all that says to me that Activision is extremely happy with how this game's doing. Yeah. I, I want to know what the best selling day one digital game all time for Xbox is. Cause see, as you point out, it says the game became the best selling Activision, which means it sold day one digitally more than, than either, either Destiny 2 right. or, uh, I guess Overwatch, um, those kinds of things, right? So, so if that's the case, what's the top selling day one release on Xbox? I guess Halo, Halo 5? Not or a clue. Not have a clue. Gears of War 4? It has to be one of those, right? I Why mean, should it be like, like Cuphead. It's probably, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably like, I don't know, it can't be Call of Duty. Dang it. I don't know what it is. It's, prob- it, it's probably Doom. And speaking of Bethesda, Dream. whoa! Don't <laughs> don't whoa! Don't mess! Don't mess with, with me, dude! Don't mess with Bethesda and Xbox. Take our advice. Don't ever break an NDA. John, what's an NDA? A non-disclosure agreement. That's right. Mm-hmm. A player who participated in last Saturday's stress test for Fallout seventy six apparently didn't know what an NDA was or thought he wouldn't be caught. He got caught, and Bethesda and Xbox swooped in for the kill. Players who signed up for the stress test signed an NDA that prohibited the player from sharing of the game through photos, videos, etc. The offenders Twitter and Xbox, which Twitter I don't understand unless it's owned by Microsoft, 
The offender's Twitter and Xbox accounts were taken down, and he received an email from Bethesda informing him he was banned from the stress test and beta until October 25th. Mm-hmm. The offender's Xbox Gold has been suspended until January Ooh, 1st. That hurts. Which is required to play uh, Fallout 76. Then I'm going to, he's going he to could play the PlayStation. Go yeah, PlayStation to, to explain the Twitter part, because he published video that mm-hmm. was not allowed to be published. Therefore, Twitter had to act. Therefore, yeah, Microsoft contacts Therefore, henceforth. Hey, you're putting this thing up, and the moment <laughs> you do that, then Twitter's going to say, hey, you broke our rules. By violating any NDA, you violated Twitter's Exactly, because that makes us legally reli- uh, liable. Contractually for binded. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's, that's crazy. Fun fact. That's, that makes sense. If you're going to do something like this, you know, yeah, yeah, it's cool to talk about with your friends. You know, if I get into invite into a beta here, a private beta, um, as much as I love you all, it, if as far as I'm talking to you, the listeners, these two, yeah, um, show your face. I am us. not ever going to get on a mic and then promptly say things that I am not allowed to say because that's what an NDA is. So, and a lot of times you're signing up for these things and you, yeah. ju- you're just literally saying, I acknowledge to this thing as the game loads up and you may miss that it's an NDA, but it's always there. Yeah. So pay I had attention a, so you don't get stuff like this. I had it with, you. um, See if these I've gotten invited to that alpha and it clearly says, I mean, it's laid out in black and white on that page. When you accept to be part of the alpha said you cannot post video or share images without first getting the approval of the studio to do so. Um, so, yeah. you know, or to talk about it or anything like that in a place that is published for. Well, people. apparently the Harry Potter open world game, mm-hmm. which I don't know if, did we ever talk about it? We mentioned We it. might have just jumped over. Yeah. But. Uh, they, yeah, what, how that goes is I think somebody was walking around a mall or some kind of platform like that, had them sign an NDA, then show yes. them the game to get feedback on the game. And somebody broke an NDA there too. Yeah. Now they got I'm lucky. They did, I think that's like a harder one to track, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, I think Sean did it. You're dumb. It's the it. only game I'm ever going to play if it's real. I believe you. I'm sure. Like, y'all don't understand. Well, speaking of Harry Potter, I haven't heard you talk about Pops in a long time. Have they Have they sort of dropped no, off for you? I went and uh, found a uh, Hermione Granger uh, Barnes & Noble exclusive. Yeah, they got, uh, they got like ones from, I think, book two out, right? Yeah. I know what it is. We never do lunch anymore, and we never do GameStop uh, is, anymore. Is this, is nope, this going on nope, the air nope, right nope, now? Nope, nope, It's not. I'm just realizing why that association is you're constantly looking. We're, we're always looking at Pops wherever we go, and that just hasn't happened that much. Listeners, write in with your I'm thoughts fine. as to why. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Listeners, Everything's write in, okay. Listeners, write in to weeklygameschat at gmail.com and tell us why you think Sean hates John and doesn't have lunch with And also, anymore. who's going to win the Sean versus uh, John fist fight? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, 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 you almost got bleeped. Yes. Look. I'm looking forward to something in November. Sean, do you know what it is? Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? Oh, no. Uh, Darksiders 3, John? Is there some DLC coming out? Possibly. Oh, Junior. Uh, THQ Nordic, the savior of orphaned video game franchises, uh, announced that it will be releasing two pieces of DLC for Darksiders 3. Dilk. <laughs> Titled The Crucible and Keepers of the Void, yeah. <laughs> the DLC packs will feature a new puzzle, new puzzles, weapons, and armor. Neither DLC pack has a date or price announced. 
All we know is that both will be available post-launch. Darksiders 3 will release on November 27th, and John, yeah, this John, is going to play it. So in the Crucible DLC, is that where Fury decides that she's going to try to protect John Proctor from... (laughs) Uh, the Salem right Witch Trials. the movie The Crucible with uh, uh, the play. Thank you. It's oh, a play first. Thank he you. should be punched for that. Yeah, he should be. In the throat area. <laughs> I just want people to get the right thing. I mean, yeah. it, is, it is a play. We're sorry, playwright Lockard. Well, let's, I had to read it. Now, I mean, okay? <laughs> but let's stay in the depths of hell for just a second and talk about the possible new Diablo game. I cannot wait if this is true. Yeah. Blizzard has announced its merchandise for its BlizzCon 2018 event, which I think is next month. Yes. It's, it's in November. It's like, I think it's around November 18th. It would seem that a or few of November the items. November 2nd. Then. November 2nd? It's right there. It would seem that a few <laughs> of the items shown show a possible new title for an upcoming piece of content, Diablo Reign of Terror, Terror. which is what Sean has named his Richard this week. <laughs> it's possible. This is leading to speculation of a new title in the Diablo series. We will know more. Uh, look, November 2nd. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said, oh, it's yeah, November 2nd. I write it. Don't memorize it. Ooh. It's been six years since Diablo 4 That's was crazy. released. It was. It, and, but it's a longer, typically a longer That's span of time. crazy, though. Well, yeah, but it was a different time. Dude, this right? game is still selling. Yeah. I didn't include this, but there's a Switch bundle. Yeah. With yeah. Diablo 3. Yeah, right. Was, uh, it's been six years since Diablo 3 was released, and Blizzard has announced multiple projects in the world. Yeah, and they're still See, hiring like crazy on Blizzard. This shows, like, to me why, you know, things like what Blizzard does and, and uh, Bethesda software, I personally think it's better when things have very long legs and, and gaps between iteration because I guarantee legs you. Legs and gaps. You know, legs in terms of like you, you're, you're updating, Two you're giving things, things to people like as far as updates periodically, but you wait to release the new thing because when it finally does come, even though I doubt Diablo 4 will be like, you know, some groundbreaking thing of gameplay this for just Dungeon in, Diablo 4, the groundbreaking <laughs> yeah, thing. Right? From, I doubt, you know, because Diablo 3 really isn't overwhelmingly groundbreaking well, from Diablo 2 outside of the online multiplayer element being built in. Off. But um but whenever 4 comes out, everyone's going to want to play that game even though it's primarily the same thing and it will be the same thing with uh when we get to uh the next Elder Scrolls game, right? Whenever that finally hits and people are like it's been 10 long years <laughs> since I've gotten out of Skyrim, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's but there's certain there's certain developers who have the credibility to keep longevity sure, going, sure. and not everybody can do it. Yeah, Some are I heard Sean's longevity is amazing. Eh. Is this Wait, uh, is this the one? Yeah, this is the one. No, is this this is the one? Yeah. So this is this is the one, John. <laughs> Finally, this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> This week, <laughs> John. Finally, this week, <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. Sp. Sp. <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online (NSO) gained access to a ROM <laughs> version of the Legend of Zelda. Ooh. Yeah, the version will start you out with every item in the game and two hundred and fifty-five rupees. Of course. Yeah, you need a pretty big rupee sack for that one or not, John? 
According to Nintendo's description, quote, you'll begin with all equipment, including the white sword, the magical shield, the blue ring, and even the power bracelet. But if Ganon's still giving you a hard time, the power of money will overcome. (laughs) Just buy yourself some more items and give it another shot. Beating, Beating the game once grants you access to a more difficult version of the game called... This is this is so original. It's not the first quest, guys. It's it's called the second quest. It's just new game plus. <laughs> and there's always been a second quest, right? I, I don't know. I thought they once you beat it, they moved everything around. What do you mean moved it around? Like shuffled things and whatnot. Like don't burn that bush. Burn that bush. Oh, I love a bush. I love what? what? <laughs> <laughs> You guys, uh... Now, you know the answer to this. Do you want to wrap this up? Never, ever. Just to be safe. Electronic mail from the future. Emails. Hurry up, I'm going to tune out. Yeah, You're is, already tuning out. This is when you bail, like Christian. Do the Batman thing right now. <laughs> Wear me! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I've only got one rule. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Right <laughs> I used to be able to down. <clears throat> Which one are you going after? Rachel! (laughs) (laughs) So many of them. Rachel! Rachel! All right. uh, If you want to. Alfred! Alfred! (laughs) Batman begins. Yeah. Anyway. Spelunking. Hey! Is that a thing? That's a thing. That was in Batman Begins. (laughs) What do you need all this gear for, Mr. Wayne? Splunking. Mm. Get attacked by many dogs while you do this. <laughs> or whatever it is. I can't remember the line. Uh, emails. If you want to write in your thoughts and opinions to Weekly Games Chat, you can do so by writing in to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just, Just like, like <laughs> Mott, with one T, did so. He says, simply this week, note to self, never board a plane with Laura Croft. That's that's fair and accurate. It's worth it. Yeah. I would what? also say don't get on a boat with her either. <laughs> Pretty much. Just don't travel with her and you'll be fine. She's a walking disaster. Yeah. I need to uh I really need to open up the second one and start playing it on. <laughs> Next up, Rob writes in. He says, Dear gentlemen, up, he's Rob? asking for social engagement advice, by the way. Okay. It's the title of the email. My wife and I Oh, I'm sorry. Your wife. His wife. wife. That was weird to do. We're looking forward to attending a Friday night night hoedown. I'm down, dude. Yeah. Uh, Held at Virginia Beach Farmer's Market on the evening of Friday, October 26th, primarily due to the popular band New City Sound having been booked to perform on that date. Based on historical weather patterns in the area, I believe the evening should be free from rain and the temperature should be in the mid-50s to low-60s. That's perfect. Uh, which would be ideal for the venue. 
As a regular listener of your fine show, thank I'm you, greatly you. concerned, however, that the event will be compromised. <laughs> or I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he means compromised. Uh, due to the scheduled release of Red Dead Redemption 2 on the same day. Please advise as to whether you think you should or we should consider the necessity of coordinating with other suitable alternative entertainment options based on what I must assume is extremely high probability of New City Sound rescheduling their appearance at the hoedown in order to avoid what would likely be an embarrassingly low turnout. At this point, we have no choice other than to rely on your expertise and eagerly await your response to the conundrum. Very truly yours, Rob. Virginia. Chris, that was a, a hot mess. Sounds like a great event. Have fun. Um, here's the deal. We just reported that the game is at least 60 hours, right? If you're yeah. going to play through it. So no one's going to be there because they're going to be playing. No, that's not true. You go enjoy the hoedown on Virginia Beach because, first of all, that just sounds fun. And I don't know this new band, this new city sound thing you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look them up and maybe I'll come see them one day. Who knows, Rob? But I'll tell you what. You go do your thing with your wife. Your wife. And Red Dead will be there for you. I I'm, agree- I'm in agreement. I, I I would say this to anybody who is married or has a loved one. Mm-hmm. Do not, under I, any circumstances, choose a video game over your loved ones. Period. I don't think but I'm sure he's not. Yeah, he's... I give him the benefit no, we, of the doubt. We understand it, Chris. Don't, <laughs> don't explain what he just did, Christopher. <laughs> he's not asking you to choose. But if he's really desperate and he lives in a two-story house, I say fling yourself down the stairs by accident. Rob. <laughs> you're Just right. don't break your hands. Rob, don't listen to these ideas. <laughs> you're right to worry. No one's going to be at this stupid new city sound. I don't know why they would ever do this. Taylor Swift has canceled her concerts. You think it'd be a bigger than new city sound. What? I have no proof to back that up. <laughs> Uh, suggestion question from Joseph. He says, what up dudes? What up? what up Joseph recently found the podcast, have been listening to it religiously for a few days now while at work. Big fan, big fan, it's, big fan. It's been a while, been a while. but I believe in a past episode, John, you didn't spell it right. Joseph mentioned he never played the first red dead redemption. I highly recommend he played at some point. In my small opinion, it's one of the best stories I've ever played. What are the best in-game stories you guys have ever played? Top three? Keep up the good work, Joseph. Joseph, don't you dare worry about misspelling my name. I don't care. I'm here. To His real name's not even John of. anyway. I'm just yeah. saying. <clears throat> Wait, what? That's Smith. I would, I'll say one of the best game stories I've ever played was Last of Us. Um, completely loved that story. Um, had me compelled every step of the way. Um, thinking of a top three... Oh no! I'm gonna go. I, with, I'd like to think about that one, but that was the first one that popped out. Of you know, I was gonna go with NCAA college football 2010 because Road the story, Gordon. the story that I took with uh, my boys. He went to the University of Alabama and made took the job away from AJ McCarron and rose to eventually play in Madden NFL 10. Was that a legend? Uh, but seriously, top three. In no particular order, Mass Effect 2, Witcher 3, um, and probably Knights of the Old Republic. Probably my top three favorite stories in games. Solid. Actually, let me strike out Knights of the Old Republic, and I'm going to sub that in for... Um, it was just on the tip of my tongue. And it was, yeah, it was. Oh, Bioshock. Oh. Thank you. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gunny? I guess I'd have to... I mean, I'd have to put you two in a sandwich and... 
say Delicious. Last of Us is a good story. Uh, probably, probably pound for pound the best story in an mm-hmm. action game ever made. Bioshock is up there as well. You just, it's Bioshock. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I wanted to think of a Zelda. I, well, it's, that see, that's the thing. Putting everything else aside, the best story was definitely Skyward Sword. That mm-hmm. game you didn't play because Sky Rim was out. Rim, yeah, <laughs> who came out? Yeah, real swords. Yeah. Uh, finally, here ever wrote back in. He a couple of weeks ago he was talking about how he uh, couldn't get the podcast art anymore because he was using. I remember. I remember. Service. Yeah. So he wrote us back in. He says Assassin's Creed Aussie Week One Eighty podcast art didn't update. But the whole podcast section of Google Play Music sucks, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Instead, I took your suggestion and joined the Facebook page of Weekly Game Chat. Ooh, at least there I can partake in the beauty that is the Weekly Game Art. Welcome to the community ever. Also, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Even with these three weeks in between Odyssey and Red Dead 2, I find myself having to skip side missions just to truck through the lengthy campaign. Choose to play, or I chose to play as Cassandra after watching some YouTube game footage. I'm pretty sure I made the correct choice and loving the game. Y'all are right. It's Origins 2.0. Just hope these next two weeks are enough for me to finish because Red Dead 2, if anything like Odyssey, is the game that is probably going to take me through until January 25th, 2019, which is when Resident Evil 2 uh, comes out. Game on, guys. Uh, I was gonna let you finish, but game on ever. Yeah, and keep Spartan kicking people off cliffs. Always <laughs> look. I, I'm I've I've got some insider information. I've got people that I know. You got that people are already working on Red Dead reviews. Um, one of the one of the headlines that one of them is going to use is just it's it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey with horse balls. Mm. So just keep playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. There's really no need to move on to RDR two. Did you watch the donkey video? Yes. I loved it. He did uh, not like the game. No, he hates Assassin's Creed, but the funny part is uh <laughs> at the very end of the video, he's like, it's not like you're putting down an open world game two weeks before Rockstar releases their next thing, and yeah. he just starts laughing at him and just credit. <laughs> yeah, I don't... uh uh, I don't think Assassin's Creed has to worry about a thing, mm. particularly since Assassin's Creed didn't get out of Red Dead's way. That's not how it worked this year. You can say like it did. You can seem like I mean, well, <laughs> normally it would come out this Friday. But Assassin's Creed Odyssey announced their release date before Red Dead ever did. Did it? Yeah, mm. it did. Did it? Fact check. John's right. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. <laughs> I just did in my brain. I don't believe your brain. <laughs> um, it took forever to get a Red Dead release date. I know we had a comment. 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 That's usually after the Twitter, man. Well, I was going to do that. Man. Are you, hey. Man. So this is the little baby I deal with. Man. Everybody. Don't touch my microphone. <laughs> That's you. That's how no, you that, sound. That day. That's how I read you your comments. the mic. That was almost the end of the trifecta. You're touching my mic. Touching my mic. Uh, Clay wrote in for this week's episode in, uh, on Facebook, and he said, Oh, snap, when I posted the weekly game chat art for the week, which is, of course, for Call of Duty. Man, if I had the patience to play this game, I definitely would. With Battlefield uh, 5, Red Dead, still have to play through the Spider-Man story. And Forza Horizon 4, not sure I will at all. Change my mind, maybe. Game on. You should play all those other ones. Uh, one more thing. Do you think 
the reason Playground stayed in Britain was because of their supposed work on a Fable reboot. Yes. Yes. And that it's really hard to move a company from a different country, you know. It, it would make more sense if, like, they were going to do this, like, and they were just expanding to a different playground that it would – the new office would be somewhere else versus – Moving playground, which is in London. Oh, to I America. thought it. I thought it meant keeping the game setting in in England, which is. Hmm. I thought that's what. <laughs> no, you're dumb. I'm kidding. I just had to say it. Don't get John. 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 He's dumb. You know who's not dumb? Those who follow us on Twitter, Sean. They can do so at Weekly Games Chat on Twitter. What they write us? Uh, friend of the show, old at big uh, at big riff. <laughs> Uh, he goes, at Weekly Game Chat, most of the time, Sean will jump in and read my mind with a well-timed quote, oh yeah, or I bet you did. So how, this is hilarious, how did Chris um, get away saying, I'm always here grinding away to get wood? How did that slip by without comment? I don't know. I chuckled when I read this, and I'm disappointed in myself to the point where I actually replied, and I told him... um, my bad, sir. I'll tighten up. That's what she said. <laughs> LOL. I tried to give you these gems, and you, you, sometimes you strike out. Just swinging them in a whiff. Yep. Um, uh, good friend uh, at Hell Teacher Loki. Remember, he's the one that told us about our Hell Teacher Loki. Yeah. John laughs every time I say that name, which makes it great. He said at Weekly Games Chat, remember when we were talking about the BC, what it stood for and all that stuff? BCE and all that Yeah. Um, before Christ event, big country events, before Christ, EST, Abdo Domine. Uh, he I says, it's, I want to believe it's big country. We events. said all that stuff, I think, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. He says, I have not heard so much mistake about a single topic I had to pause. Otherwise, I'll die laughing. LOL. Um, and I think I replied and I put good stuff. Because uh, it was, and he said uh, to that, that was pure comedic gold, guys. You never ran out of jokes. We try not to. We try to. We try to just keep on. Your old big country event. How did we? How, big country event. I, it's. <laughs> Abdo Domine is correct, though. That's, is it? That's not a joke. Is it? People used to say after death. Well, mm. no, it's not after death. Because that it's means Latin. You, if it's before Christ and then after death, there's a 33 year span. That is just a, uh, you know, never mind. I see what you're saying. We had a lot of love again. Um, I like love. We're at 4P Gaming and everybody mentions several podcasts and shows they like. Um, we're on that. So thank you guys so oh, much great. for that love. Woohoo. Um, a lot of, we get a lot of mentions and, and retweets on that. And hopefully, you know, some of you guys see us and come listen. Uh, it'd be great. Uh, and now I think I'm going to go ahead and see who we got new to the following. Uh, at Martin. Zavril, mm. uh, thank you so much for the follow, following you back. Uh, Martin is in uh, the Czech Republic, y'all, in Prague. Ooh. So that's pretty dope. They had Shout the, red, uh, the red velvet, or what was it called, the, the velvet revolution? I don't know. It was one of them things that took place. Uh, at Serb69 Shrexy, uh, thank you for the follow, following you back. Um, and if you guys want to check out the Twitch um, it's uh, at Shrexy, Shrexy. So think of like sexy, but with a shr. Um, Serb sixty nine, um, and they're daily on with streams and clips and funny content. So that's super cool. Thanks for the follow. And finally, 
uh, at real Herm the germ. That's a great name. <laughs> thank you so one. Uh, thank you so much for the follow, following you back. Um, and that's it. Like Chris said, you can find us on the Twitters at Weekly Games Chat. And uh, yeah, that's it. This has been episode 175 of Weekly Games Chat. I don't know what the heck we're doing for 176, but we've got to figure something out. Mario's party. We could do that. Invite the slate. Or so we don't have anything. Or I got the VR game. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very scared to say yes to that because then you'll propose something and I'll be like, Ugh. I don't know what that means. We could. It's get, just a natural reaction. We could get Mario parties. I, I was know. about to complain. I would love Mario parties. I was about to complain. Oh, that IGN has yet to release a review for Starlink Battle for Atlas. Oh yeah, that game is out today. Yeah, you want to pick it up with its seventy six meg rate? We could we could rock a uh, hey. Do, combined... you, do I have a problem with a seventy six meg? No, not good. at all. That's why I asked you. We could rock a combined Switch review. If the... someone powered through this week, we could do a spoiler cast on Spider Man. I don't think that's good. It's been a while. I don't, I don't, I, it's still a great game, but I, we could just power through and do it. You're not as high as it on it anymore. Yeah. No, it's still the, the best game this year for me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> for those of you following at home, that means it's number one. Um, I would say Assassin's Creed spoiler cast, but there's no way <laughs> I still can't beat that game. I could, I could definitely get through the story. I need to. He <laughs> <laughs> went to the Olympics, so there's. That what does thing. that even mean, Chris? Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. There's a great story on the way to that that I will not spoil, and you're gonna know what I miss the it. Moment, no, because the moment you see the name of the character, you're gonna laugh. Hmm. I'm not gonna tell you what the name okay. is, but okay. you're gonna laugh, okay. and okay. it's it's pretty funny. It's nice. one of the funny moments of the game. Um, I was thinking about just getting the XP yeah. boost. <laughs> if you, uh, also, uh, speaking of like European countries, uh-huh. I got a real friend, guys, playing the Firewall Zero Hour VR Ooh. game oh. from a guy in Belgium. How Ooh. cool is that? That's cool, right? They're very passive. He's like Belgium. They're like, hey, we're invaded now. All right. Hmm. Is that, what is that, Chris? World War One and yeah. Two. Yeah. That's a little bit of history knowledge on us, yeah. John. I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever podcast service you like to use. Apparently, uh, Ever, unfortunately, uses Google Play and therefore does not get podcast art. So maybe if you like podcast art, check us out on Stitch. Uh, I'm sorry, Stitcher, or you can even go to YouTube. And you will get a new episode every Wednesday, just like this one. If you're on that site of subscriptions and they have some sort of rating system, generally five stars, maybe ten stars, give us a top review. Helps people find the show. And if you hate us, give us half a score and do what, Sean? Double it. Oh my God! Sean Sean just blew himself (laughs) up. I should not have done that. (laughs) But uh, take it in half and double it, Chris. Yes, because that everyone knows one below the top score is always a lowest score. Yeah, that's a sign of hatred. How did I Dutch oven myself with no covers? I don't know because of the ooey gooey. Oh my God! That's tremendous power. Uh. If you like us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. And if you want to write in your opinions, just like Ever, Matt, uh, Rob, and others did, did this you week. just make those up? No. <laughs> <laughs> you 
sounded Pretty sure. Saying. Oh, and Joseph. I almost you forgot Joseph. so unsure. <laughs> no. I was like, was it Rob or Robert? No, I can't remember that. Hey, our, our super secret anniversary has officially happened now. Yes, she liked the episode on the Facebooks. Very nice. So I saw she did that. that was fun. At least I'm going to presume it was her because the name was Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe until Biden. next time. I will simply say, game on, Sean. Why do you Why do you look like that when you say it? I don't know because I on. feel like I'm looking at your heart. Game on, Chris. <laughs> why does game he, on, John? Why does he always game on you first? Game on, Chris and Sean. Because it's the thing. Yeah, it's the order. It's the thing. I don't like the thing. Yeah, you do. The thing gets people killed. That's not what you said. I don't know night. what that means. I don't either. And what am I talking about? Game on, John. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about your mom's box. Hey, ooh, that's hey, weird. Well played. <laughs> What do I say? <laughs> oh, <laughs> peace. <laughs> peace out, everybody. Thug life. <laughs>